Welcome to the podcast of St. Basil the Great Catholic Church in Brecksville, Ohio, with homilies, talks, and interviews relevant to your Catholic faith. God bless you, and enjoy. So I was reflecting primarily on that second reading today where Paul is telling us to be patient, okay? And I I know you know certainly this is a just a very busy time for most people because of what's coming in what, about a week and a half, I guess, where we'll be celebrating Christmas and just all that goes into making Christmas special for your families um, can really be a, a challenge to your patience. Um, on Thanksgiving Day, uh, my family, they all moved from Elyria to Avon, okay? the ones in North Ridgeville, but it's right like on the border. So I went out there for Thanksgiving, and when I'm coming back, um, I used that MapQuest thing on my phone, and why it didn't send me to 90, I don't know. But it sent me to all these roads uh, heading south that eventually brought me to, I don't know where I was. Um, in the daylight, I might have known, because you know, I'm from Elyria, but so I ended up in Columbia Station, so I just came across 82. I figured, and that's what she told me to do, right? Turn left and go, 12 miles. So I'm coming across there, and um, as I got to Strongsville, um, you know, I never knew what Black Friday was all about. I know now, okay? Um, so, I mean, it was nuts. It was just nuts. Um, it was one thing... Coming from west to east, that was very tolerable. But I'm telling you, they were lined up from the mall in Strongsville all the way to State Road. There were people, and I'm trying to figure that, you know, what what's the story here? You know, and genius that I am, it took me a while to figure out Black Friday. They're all going to that mall. So, so, so God bless them, okay? But it, uh, I finally figured out what Black Friday is all about. So I can tell you. So. That brought me back to the subject of, of patience. And actually, all those people in line there, their cars were pretty patient, I think. Nobody tried to kill anybody. But it is anybody that, I don't know about 7 o'clock in the morning or 7.30 when you come to church, but it it's, can be pretty crazy out there on the highways. Now, some of this is probably because I'm getting older, but I think it's crazy. I mean, that's just not me. Um, and I try not to be crazy but some of them make me crazy. So brings me back. So you want to know where this is going, right? I'm going to tell you now, okay? <laughs> Sometimes I wonder about it myself, you know? what? what you... So it, it comes back to patience. And, you know, it's just when you have lots and lots of things going on, and, you know, whether you're older or younger, uh, we all can have lots and lots of things going on. And the fact of the matter is, it, it really tries your patience, okay? So that got me to where I'm going, and this won't take just a couple of minutes. Um, a number of years ago, and I don't even know how many, I, I found this little book called Prayers, okay? It's written by a Frenchman who was, you know, I've always heard it pronounced Michael Coist, but I'm sure it's like in French, and there's some French speakers here, I'm sure, you know, probably Michel Croix or something like that. But he was born in 21, uh, in Paris, 1921. Um, he was a pastor in a busy city parish in a city I can't pronounce in France. And 
especially known for his ministry with youth and working people. So anyhow, this is a book of prayers. This thing's been printed and reprinted. It was hard for me to get a hold of a copy, and then it went back into print like in 2000. But it's it's all about time, and I, I thought it was pretty appropriate to patience, the fast-approaching Christmas and all of the things that everybody's trying to get done and just give us all something to think about, okay? So anyhow, this is, the name of the prayer is, Lord, I have time, okay? This is what he wrote. I went out, Lord. People were coming and going, walking and running. Everything was rushing. Cars, trucks, the street, the whole town. People were running not to waste time. They were rushing after time to catch up with time to get ahead of time. Goodbye, sir. Excuse me, sir. I haven't time. I'll come back. I can't wait. I haven't time. I must end this letter. I haven't time. I'd love to help you, but I haven't time. I can't accept not having no time. I can't think. I can't read. I'm swamped. I haven't time. I'd like to pray, but I haven't time. You understand, Lord, they simply haven't the time. The child is playing. He hasn't time right now, so later on. The schoolboy has homework to do, and he hasn't time. Later on. The student has his courses and so much work. Later on. The young man is at his sports, and he hasn't time. Later on. The young married man has his new house, and he has to fix it up. He hasn't time. Later on. The grandparents have their grandchildren, and they haven't time. Later on. They are ill. They have their treatments. They haven't time. Later on. They are dying. They have no. Too late. They have no more time. And so all people run after time, Lord. They pass through life running, hurried, jostled, overburdened, frantic, and they never get there. They haven't time. In spite of all their efforts, they're still short on time, of a great deal of time. Lord, you must have made a mistake in your calculations. There's a big mistake somewhere. The hours are too short. The days are too short. Our lives are too short. And yet, you who are beyond time, Lord, you smile to see us fighting it, and you know what you are doing. You make no mistakes in your distribution of time to people. You give each one time to do what you want them to do, but we must not lose time, waste time, kill time, for time is a gift that you give us, but it's a perishable gift, a gift that does not keep. So, Lord, I have time. I have plenty of time. All the time that you gave me, the years of my life, the days of my years, the hours of my days, they are all mine, mine to fill quietly and calmly, but to fill completely up to the brim, to offer them to you that of their insipid water you may make a rich wine such as you once made at Cana of Galilee. So I'm not asking you tonight, Lord, for the time to do this and then that, but you're for your grace to do conscientiously in the time you give me what it is you want me to do. So, I just thought it, and I've always thought, I've always appreciated all these little things in here are just beautiful little reflective prayers there. They're a little dated, okay? So I did some adaptation there because it was written in like 54, the book was written, but it it just at least kind of slows me down and think about the time that I have and not 
just to be patient, not to get crazy, because we got to be patient with our people. You know, when you go out in, into whatever at this time of year, you got to know that people are pretty stressed. So be nice to them, okay? Um, there's a little a quote. There's a guy, I think I mentioned this last week, but there's, and I can't remember his name, but every day he sends some kind of reflection, and I think it comes out of out of Alcoholics Anonymous, but uh, so I got to think about these words, you know. But but basically the message is to be extraordinarily kind today for everyone you meet is carrying some kind of cross. Be extraordinarily kind for everyone you meet is carrying some kind of cross. And that's true. We hope you enjoyed this audio from our parish. You can find other homilies, talks, and interviews at our website, basilthegreat.org, or by subscribing to this podcast in your favorite app. Just search for St. Basil Catholic Church, Brexville. St. Basil the Great, pray for us.